10, 12 lines down on 18a. And we were in the middle of describing the fact that there were 11 menorahs, right? Little known fact, there were 11 menorahs in the base HaMikdash that Shlomo Melech built, right? And the Gemara had explained that it says that there were five on, on one side and five on the other side. It doesn't mean that there were five in the north and five in the south. We know they all have to be on the south. It means there were five to the right of the main menorah. That was the one that Moshe Rabbeinu made. And five to the left of the main menorah that Moshe Rabbeinu made. So let's see where uh, we are. What was the purpose of having all these extra menorahs? In There's case one went out, they needed a shamas to light the others. <laughs> no, not true, though, because we're about to see the Gemara is going to tell us that they didn't even light all the menorahs, okay? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I, Errol, it's a great question. So the Gemara tells us like this, about 14 lines down. The Gemara tells us, Afal Pikain, the third word on the line, When he talks about doing the mitzvah of laying the menorah, they would only light the one of Meish Rabbein. It says, And the golden menorah, and its lamps, to be lit, to burn each night, right? Now, Rabbi Yehuda, the son of Rabbi Yehuda says, right? By the way, uh, we also, in the Babylonian Talmud, we call them Rabbi Yehuda Bar Yehuda, right? You know, so a lot of these names, they're just a little bit off because the dialect, right? He says, like, like Wayne, indeed, they would like all of these veneras, not just one. It says, and the Meneiras and its lamps be lit as is, as is its law in front of the, the veer, right? The, the, the partition. Zahav Sagor. It was closed gold. And the Parach is the flowers. And the lamps. And the Akachim are the things which you would pick up, uh, you know, burning things, the tongs. Zahav. It was made out of gold. Who? Mechleis Zahav. It was made out of gold that had been very refined gold. Hain, Kela, Zahav, Eishel, Meisha. This is the Kela of Zahav of Meisha, right? The Kela of Zahav, Eishel, Meisha. This is when they finished up the gold that Meisha Beinu had. Tani Rebbe Yehuda, Veshem Asi. Yehuda says the name of Asi. Hayashlema Nekel, Aleph, Ikare, Zahav. Shalom would take 1,000 kikars of gold, right? Shalom al was fabulously wealthy beyond anyone's wildest imagination, right? We literally just did yesterday in Kings, right, in Malachim, we just did the fourth and fifth parak of Malachim, and it talks about the fabulous wealth of, of Shalom al and everyone was coming to him to see how wealthy he was, right? So he would take 1,000 measures of gold, he would stick them into a, uh, you know, the, the forge, right, crucible. And I would bring them out, and he would refine it and refine it and refine it and refine it. There was 1,000 that went in, and only one tiny little measure went out. So it was incredibly pure, right? So presumably what happens is the impurities, uh, I guess, either get like smelted out and go into the fire, or maybe they even evaporate when they're impurities. I don't know. The Kayyam Ashenemar, to fulfill that, which it says, Kikar Zahav Tahar Asa Isay. It says that it should be a Kikar Zahav, <coughs> one Kikar worth of gold, pure gold, Shall you make the menorah from? The Shlomo Melch is making these 10 menorahs. Each menorah actually started off with 1,000 kikar of Zahav that was purified and purified and refined until we ended up with only one kikar of Zahav to make each menorah. Tanya, we learned in a verse. Amr Rabbi Yassi, Bey The story was that the menorah Zahav, Shais, and Meshav, Midbar, they had the menorah made out of gold that Meshav, Beno, had made in the desert. And it was bigger than a kikar. How much bigger was it? It was one dinar larger than a kikar. And he put it into the core 80 times, right? 
And it still wouldn't get any smaller. Because here's the thing. When you put pure gold in the crucible, it doesn't get any smaller. It's only when it's been impure, there's impurities, it's adulterated gold, that it could actually get smaller when you put it onto the fire and work it. Over here, it didn't get any smaller at all. The Yais, and this is indeed true, until until it gets to its most purest form. But once it actually reaches the, once it already reaches the, the purest form that it could get to, then it's not going to get anything less at all. Numish. 13 shofos in the Mikdash. When we say shofar, we do not mean a ram's horn. A shofar is called that because it's like a, a cornucopia, right? So it's like a, it's a, a box that's able to hold things inside it. Because of Alain, it's written on all of them. Takalin chadatin. Takalin chadatin is the, means a, a new shkalim, right? atikin, and the old shkalim. We'll see this does not mean newly minted or old minted, but rather means when it was given or what year it was supposed to be given for. Kinin are peers of birds that are supposed to be brought for certain karbanas. Begoizle oila, and birds that are supposed to be brought for a oila, right? Fledglings that are supposed to be brought for an oila offering, right? That is fully burned. Eitzim, the wood offerings. Levaina, the incense offering, the frankincense, literally. Zav, le kapairas, the gold for the kapairas. Shisha, le nedava. There are six more that were straight up for donations, right? Lots of different places where people would give money for the temple upkeep. Tekal and chadatim. New shkalim, shabachol shana vashana. Each year you have to give a new shkalim, right? Each year you're supposed to give one one half shak. Batikin, the old shkalim, what does it mean, old shkalim? Mishle hevi ashtakat, someone who did not end up bringing their shekel to the half shekel to the base of Mikdash the previous year, shekel ashana haba, he gives this half shekel the next year. Kinin, we talk about the birds. Kain, tyrant, these are the turtle doves, right? The guys they oila, the bird offerings that are going to be wholly burnt, fully. These are the young uh, pigeons, right? The young doves. Kulan Eilis, these are all brought as Eilis. That's what Yehuda says. Does not mean two different types of birds that are one is, they're all brought as Eilis, but different types of birds that are brought as Eilis. Rather, when we talk about peers of birds, we're talking about two different types. What do we mean? We mean one that is brought as a chatas, one that is brought as an Eilis. As a burnt offering. Now, I want to put something out which you guys might have noticed. Um, the Yerushalmi, um, you know, like when you're when you're taught to write in elementary school, they say make sure that there's drama, make sure there's something fun that's happening, and it gets people piques people's interest. The Yerushalmi does not have the same drama as Babli, right? There's not as much of the conversation, the attacking, the challenging, the proofs. So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, probably why we don't learn it as much, or one of the reasons why we don't learn it as much. Guys, the Eila, the birds that are supposed to be brought as a Eila offering, Kulan Eilas, they are all Eilas that are supposed to be burned. Aimer, if somebody says. I am going to bring wood. I'm going to offer wood for the for the mezbeach, right? For the altar. two logs worth of wood. Levine says he's going to bring the levaina, the frankincense. less than a, you know a handful, a palmsful. Zahav, let's say he says he's going to give gold. and he can't give less than a dinar of gold. Now, to be clear, this is when he says generic. I am going to give gold. If he would say, I want to give X amount of gold, X amount of frankincense, that's different. But when he says, I want to give this material, then he has to give a certain minimum measure. Shishalinadava. There are six that are supposed to be brought for donations, whatever one wishes. And Dava Maya, I suppose, what would they do with these donations? So what they do with it is, like they would buy the offerings with 
Abasar, the meat, would go to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem. In other words, it was burnt on the altar, right? The oil of offering, everything was burnt except for the skins, the hides. And the hides were given to the priests. Is a medjush which Yahyada the king Adol said, Asham who Hashem Asham Lashem. It is an Asham. It is a guilt offering for Hashem. Zayaklal. This is the rule. Kol shuhu ba mishum chatas mishum Ashama. Anything that comes because it is a chatas or for an Asham. Yilakach behen. You should take with it oilis. You should buy with it oilis. Habaser Lashem. The meat will be given to Hashem. Now when we say the meat is given to Hashem. I literally just yesterday saw a a beautiful medjush that says. They're about meat going for Hashem. Hashem says, do I need your meat? Right? Do you think that I need your meat because I need to eat it? Is the purpose of giving meat? When we say the meat is given to Hashem, what we mean to say is in terms of creating what we call a reach nichayach, a pleasing scent in front of Hashem. A pleasing scent comes from our ability to give up something of ourselves. When we give up something of ourselves and the entire thing of ourselves is representative, symbolic of us dedicating our entire body to serve Hashem. And that's especially pleasing to Hashem. Well, however, the skin goes the kahan to the priests. Nimtu, so we see from here, Shneik Suvin Kayam and both these sukim are upheld. Asham Lashem, it is an Asham for Hashem, but Asham Akain, and also an Asham for the Kain. But Imran also says, Kesef Asham, a Kesef Khatas, but you base Hashem like Yahanam Yayu. The Asham money and the Khatas money cannot be brought into the house of Hashem, they should be given to the Kahan. So I think Tanya, we learned the advice. I'm going to be the lawyer, your shaper. Shell, Kenan, Yerushalayim. There was no uh, box for the Kenan in Yerushalayim. They have to break this because we were afraid that perhaps it would get mixed together. Why? Shema Thomas Achas. Maybe what will happen is one of these Kenan will end up dying. And if it gets, it dies, it will come out that the one that was supposed to be in Eula, the got mixed in together. And we don't know which one is the Chathas. And now all of them are just going to have to die. It won't be able to be brought on his back. But Tanya will learn the A woman who says, I'm going to bring a pair of birds. Maybe at the making, she brings the value of the bird. And she puts it into the shaper. And then she can eat kachim. In other words, a woman who needs to bring a carbon, the next day after she, after she brings the money and deposits the money in the, in the box, she can assume that the offering was brought on her behalf and now she is permitted to eat the carbon. I mean, not the carbon, but the kachim in general, holy objects. She needs to purify herself by bringing the carbon. We don't have to be concerned that perhaps the that the kain did not end up bringing it. If she waits twenty four hours, the kain for sure must have brought it. And the kain does not have to worry that perhaps the money for a chatas that was supposed to be brought ended up dying, and then it's going to be a problem. You're not going to be able to bring it anymore. The woman does not have to worry. About it. When do we say that when a chathas dies, it invalidates all the other karbanas that's mixed in together with it, according to Rabbi Huda, right? That's only true when we know for sure that the owners have already died. But if we do say so, then what's the big deal? Just take four zuz worth of money and throw it into the river and say that can't be brought as a carbon because the owner died, right? But that's all you need to do. You don't need to do anything more than that. And then the rest of them should be valid as, as usual. The other money could be permitted then. I mean, about Alma, we generally say, you the left state Brera. They want to take this. You does not hold the Brera, right? Brera, which we've had previously, right? Brera means that a later action will determine the earlier actions uh, exactly what happened. So, Rabbi Huda says you do not say Brera. And therefore, if you don't say Brera, then you cannot separate money later on and define it. The money that you separated later on was the money for the owner who died. 
Rabbi Yossi Bey Rabbun, Amar Rabbi Ba Bar Ma'amal, Bay. So he says like this, ask the question. Amar Rabbi Yossi Bey, someone's going to give me one piece of wood. Maybe Gizar Achad, he has to bring one piece of wood, right, one, one lot. Amar Rabbi Yossi Bey, Rabbi Yossi says, Masli Amar Kate. The Mishnah really says, Shazak Parbam Atme, because this is its own sacrifice. Shazak Parbam Atme. We know that each log of wood is considered to be its own sacrifice. So if someone says, I'm bringing wood, he should only have to bring one loaf, one log of wood. Kehai did Taninan Taman, does that which we learned over there? Shnayim biyadam, there are two Kehanim biyadam, Shnegas biyadam, in each of their hands, each of them had one log of wood. Carbon, the rabbis, asayatam, right? So it, it was brought as a carbon to include wood. Meshubal nevi amen. Avian ama, these logs, they'd have to be at least the thickness of a one ama. One, the ama, shechekes. When we talk about ama, we mean a stretched out ama. So a six tefach ama, not a five tefach ama. The organ and its length, the ama, geduma. And it's with the shorter value, shorter length of an ama. Rechani b'shem Rabbi Ami, said in the name of Rabbi Ami, kemin, tortani, it was like, a, not, not a, not an ama, but like a tortani, some sort of a, a stick of something else, right? Amar Rishmuel Baradi Yitzchak, v'fi shaleya yomakam hamaracha, because the reason why they did this is because there is not the, the place where the actual fire was. It was a very like a specific fire pit on top of the altar. And it was an ama by an ama. So therefore, so they would make sure that the wood's length was only one ama and a shortened ama. The tani gain and so too it was thought. Ama ama the ama of the yasaid was an ama uh, around it. Ama karkug, the ama of the karkug, the ama karnis, and the ama of the horns, the ama maracha. In the ama of the of the place where the fire was, so it's a total of four amas on the cross, and therefore your wood should not be more than an ama. The mission thought that when you bring a levaina, you can't have less than eight kaimas. Nemar kan askara, but nemar lahalan askara. It says over here by the by um <coughs> excuse me by the lechem apanim. It says askara remembrance, and it says also by the mincha askara. That's just like when we say Azkara over there, it means one kaimas worth. Also means a full kaimas as opposed to a, uh, a less full kaimas, a deficient kaimas. If we say this, then just like we say that the remembrance that's referring to there is two full kaimas. If you're really comparing them, then this one should also be two kaimas, right? Two, two handfuls worth, right? Rabbi says, Sorry, you only learn out the idea of a kemitz from the minchas chayte, from the mincha offering that is brought by someone who did a sin. Just like over there, the kemitz that is missing anything at all becomes pasal, in unfit. So to over here, if it's missing anything at all, it becomes pasal. Rabbi Yila has essentially said, if somebody is donating the levaina, he consents. He takes the size of whatever the kaimitz is of the kayin who was serving that day. That's how big the measure is. The measure is actually dependent on the specific kayin. He says, no, it doesn't even have to be the size of the of the kaimitz of the kayin, but it can even be the size of the person who who dedicated it or donated it. The size of his palm is also sufficient. Zavla, if he says he's going to bring gold, he should not give less than a specific measure. Amr Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar says, "Oh, she is ketsura." That's only true if you mention a specific coin. Avonayas ketsura, maybe a few dinars. Then he could bring even a very, very small piece of gold, less than the earlier measure of a dinar. Shisha lenadava, six for donations. Chizkiyah Amar, kenega shisha bate avos. 
representing the six main uh, the six main families. What are the six families? Arpadia, American Negus, Chase Behemoths, representing the six different types of animals that are brought as carbonus. Par, a cow, eagle, a calf, sire, a goat, isle, a ram, d a young, a young, um, a young uh, goat, and a young lamb, young sheep. Shmuel Amarkanega Shisha Karbanis, rather representing the six different types of Karbanis, right? Chatois, Shamois, Menachis, Asiris, Eifa. Amrave Echanan, Ayadei, Shahat Isnad, and Maruba, since there are many people who are donating money to the Besa Mikdash, Rebula Shafers Harvey, they made a lot of different Shafers to hold the well. Siv, it is written, Ve, Kalkala, Vekiklaisam, Eviu, Lefnei, Amalach, Veyayada. And when it was finished, they bring it in front of the king and Yehayada, right? For the purposes of building the base of Mekdash. There were two different types of the Dabas that were made. Turning the page now. Turning the very small. Rabbi Shmuel taught like this in the vice of Rabbi Shmuel. Nidava Achas. We only give one donation. And the king said, and they made one Aaron. They put it into the courtyard of the house of Hashem. And they made a hole in its cover. That which is written, they put it in the gate of the house of Hashem outside, not on the inside. Because of those people who were coming. Just do not make the house of Hashem suffice. Kasef Mizmaris Right? New right? So it's a very interesting case like this. Okay. So you have the box that where you put the shkalim into. You have a box next to it that's for regular generic donations for temple, right? Temple up. Okay. You find money in between these two boxes, you don't know which one it fell from. Right? You don't have no clear indication. So you have to start using deductive reasoning. If it is closer to if it's closer to the box of shkalim, then yiflu the shkalim. Then say that it must put put it into the shkalim box. Then a dove, if it's closer to the donation box, yiflu the dove, put it into the dove box. Maxil, maxil, let's say directly between yiflu and the dove, put it into the donation box. Bein etzim lulavai, not say it's in between the wood and the frankincense. Karva etzim. Then if it's closer to the wood, yiflu the etzim. Lulavaina, yiflu lulavaina. Closer to the lulavaina, put it into the lulavaina. Maxil, maxil, let's say it's halfway in between. Yiflu lulavaina, then put it into the lulavaina. Making the guys the oila, let's say it's in between the 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 piers of birds to the oila birds. Car of the kinen, and you put it closer to the kinen. If that's where it fell, you have to kinen and stick it into the box of kinen. Car of the guys the oila, let's say it's closer to the the birds that are meant to be brought as an oila. You have to look guys the oila. Then it should be brought for the birds that are meant to be put into that box. Maxel and maxel, let's say directly in between. You have to look guys the oila. Then it should go into the oila box. In chulin la meiser sheni, let's say it's in between the chulin. Unconsecrated and Meiser Shani. Car of the Hulan was closer to the Hulan, if the Hulan goes to the Hulan. Meiser Shani, if the Meiser Shani goes to the Meiser Shani, it should go into Meiser Shani. Meiser Shani is the produce that has to be eaten in your Rishal line. Marcel and Marcel, let's say in between, if the Meiser Shani went to Meiser Shani. Zayaklal, this is the principle. Alchan Achar, Car of the Hotel. If it's closer to one of them, you could even put it in the one, even if it ends up coming out of leniency, as long as the one that's closer to Merzel and Merzel are hachmer, but if it's halfway between the two, then you always have to put in the thing that will be more strict. Loi hutzrucha, the loi bein shkala makinum. Why do we need to talk about the case of in between money that's found in between the box of shkalim and in between the box of the kinum of the birds? 
was made more like a, it wasn't like a square line, but rather it was made more like a circle. Halfway between Right? Not necessary to teach you that if it's not Machzal Machzal, then it sounds like it should go to the Shkalim. There are some people who want to say, so that we, we don't want to have a situation where the donations are going to go to the Shire Halishka, the leftovers of the Lishka, right? The leftovers of these, of these side rooms. Is the or someone want to say, if it's in between, it's the same halacha as a half shekel has been set aside for someone to be given, and then he ends up dying. Amr Rabbi Yisrael Yasser says, Ada Anataman, when I was in Babel, Shamit Kal Rav Yehuda Sha'al Lishmuel. I heard Rav Yehuda ask Shmuel a question. Let's say someone set aside his half shekel he brought, and then he dies. Amr Yisrael Shmuel says to him, let it go into the box of donations. Let's say it was designated for a tenth of his eifa. Then what's halacha? Throw it into the Dead Sea. Rabbi says, put it into the donation box. The kasha, it's shver. And is it possible to bring a carbon chatas as a carbon oil? It cannot be done. So chizkiya v'shem r'vshim ben lakish. Tani bezdin hu. It's a tani bezdin hu. It's a, uh, what we call a stipulation of bezdin that was put into place. The things which are left over, even though it should not have been brought as an oil, like it's technically the chathas cannot be brought as an oil, but if Bezdin made a tnaya initially that when someone dedicates something to be brought as a chathas, if something happens to it, that the owner, it can still be brought as an oil. One second, the lady was supposed to bring something as a chathas offering and end up being brought as an oil offering. How has she created her atonement? I'm going to get success. Tonight, Bezdin, who it's a stipulation of Bezdin. Hamasapik es hakinin, as someone who is supplying the turtle doves for the base of who masapik es hapsulis, he also supplies the ones that are invalid. Like Zorcha, the loy bain kateris, the etzim of the vainelazava kapiris. Why did it teach cases of where it was found in between the kateris and the wood, in between the levaina and the zav, or the, or the kapiris, right? The zav for the kapiris, the zav for the gold for the kapiris. It was taught at the end. This is the principle. Very simple. The reason we don't teach anything is because we gave you a, a fundamental principle at the end that really encompasses all cases. That being said, I don't. If that's so, then why do we need to even go through three cases? The mission. Why don't we just say, "Here's the principle. Go through one case and tell you the principle." Right? I'm not. I'm not sure of the answer to that question. New Mishnah. You would find money in front of the people who would sell animals in the marketplace of Yerushalayim. It's always considered to be meiser money. You always assume that it was, it was money that was going to be used for meiser money for the purposes of buying an animal. Bias, however, you find that Harabayas Chulin, the money is considered to be Chulin. Yerushalayim, but in Jerusalem, all the rest of the year we consider it to be Chulin money, unconsecrated money. But during the, the three holidays, everything is considered to be meiser money. If you find meat in the Azara, in the courtyard, the, the limbs, are, we'll assume, are going to be Eilor. So Chatiches, but the ones that are like uh, slices of meat, Chatais, supposed to be brought as a Chatais. Maybe Yerushalayim, but in Yerushalayim, Zivche Shlamim. We assume that they are meant to be brought as Shlamim offering. Zevazeh, right, the piece of offering. Zevazeh, the Ubar Tzurasei. We're going to say that it has to wait, we wait for it to get a little bit bad, but you have to wait for it, and then it can go out to the place where it gets burned. Unless you find it out of Yerushalayim, you assume that the Avarim, the limbs, are now at the Bela. 
the chatikos mutaris, but the pisamit are now b'shasa regal, but during the time of the regal, shabasa meruba afibar mutaris. Even limbs are permitted, right? Because in other words, what happens like this? Typically, if an animal is slaughtered, it would be processed and butchered properly. And therefore, you wouldn't find like a, a piece of limb, right? You wouldn't find that right? it, would, it was actually slaughtered and not, you know, not, not, and not, not literally slaughtered. However, during the regal time period, during the holidays, it would not necessarily happen like that. And sometimes you would find that even there would be whole limbs and they could still have been kosher. Is that to say you should not have any concern that if money that you find in the harbaya is that it's not hakdesh? Is that true? Like this. The reason why you don't have to assume that the money that's in Harabai is Kodesh, right? Maybe you should assume that's Kodesh. Maybe the Kayan already made a Kodesh on his way to go buy an animal. The answer is that he doesn't take the money out until he's already had the animal ready to purchase it. So then the money loses its holiness when it's given over for the animal. And, and don't think that the Kayan picked up the money and then maybe maybe uh, lost the money before he deconsecrated it. Because he doesn't even pick up the money until he's ready to deconsecrate it. Let's say someone gets distracted and he's not making sure the animal doesn't become tummy. You have to wait for the animal to lose its tsura to become a little bit um, uh, not, not properly uh, ready to be brought as a carbon, then take it out to be burned. Wait for it to lose its appearance, and then it gets brought out to the place where it gets burned. And this is correct. To eat it, you're not able to do. Because it might be spoiled. The came, and therefore, therefore you're gonna have to say, "Do bad sirasi." Wait for it to get bad. The and then take it out to the place where you get burned. If you find it in the gvulin outside of Yerushalayim, maybe crispa b'shem rabbi Yisi Find limbs that are considered to be nevelis, like in a lamb which is nevela. Then, and if you eat it, indeed, you're gonna get malchus for eating the nevela. Masnisa Amrakena Mishnah says this. Evari Nevelis, the limbs of a Nevela, the Khatikha is Mutaras, and the pieces that are sliced are already mutter. Khatikha is Mutaras, the pieces are permitted. Lay Mamish, it can't be the Mamish like this. With the Kavase, Evarim Nevelis, Lake and Alay Mishum Nevela, the day they for sure get Malkas for it, right? Every kiss for a shame, every AC Rav Hanina. It says like this. Imoyim Machrezes Mutaras, if they're put together in a way that the vacuum packed, they're clearly were butchered properly, then they're permitted. Let's say you have nine stores that sell not kosher meat. And when them sells kosher meat, you get, you get meat mixed up, right? So you have pieces of meat from all 10 of these stores in one place. So you have to be chayshish. You have to be concerned that perhaps all the meat is the and not allowed to eat any of the meat. But if you find each one separately, you're allowed to go after the majority. In this case, it's going to end up being nevela and all be forbidden. Let's say they all sell kosher meat. Nine out of ten sell They get mixed up together. You have to be concerned that perhaps all of them are unavailable and they're all mixed up together. But if you found each one separately, you're allowed to eat all ten pieces of meat. Now at the same time, you're allowed to eat all ten pieces of meat separately. Because at no point in time do you need to be concerned that perhaps the piece of meat you're eating is actually a nevela. Every piece of meat you could say, I can assume this meat is kosher. Right? Fascinating idea. You're allowed to eat all ten. I'm going to And nimsa beyond nafri. Let's say you find meat in the hand of a non-Jew. Nimsa the platya. It's like it's found in the actual in a public area, and it is the same halakha as we said earlier.
He would support the opinion of Ramana. One time, what happens like this? He sees a non Jew take meat, literally, cut meat right off of his horse, and then he would take it straight to sell in the marketplace. Amalei, so he says to him, What about the fact that Rabbi Echnan said? And then so he had nachikin into the plot. If you find meat in the hand of a non Jew, it's like it's found in a square and it should be permitted. And you're telling me not like that. Amalei, so he says to him, indeed that's only true if you saw the non-Jew leave a, the store that the Jew owns, then you can assume that the meat gets found in his hands kosher. There was an individual in Tapcha. He went to go buy meat from a Jewish uh, butcher. He didn't want to give it to him. So the man then says to a, a, a Ramai, a, a Roman, basically he gives it to him instead. Amalesi says, What did I buy it against your will? Amalesi says, I, didn't, I gave him the Vela meat. I didn't want to give you the Vela meat. You're kosher. I'm not giving you the Vela meat. That's why I didn't want to sell you. That's why I sold it to him instead. This story comes in front of Rabbi and he says, He said like this. He said, What do you want me to do? Because I can't say that all the meat sold in, in Tiberian that is sold by ostensibly kosher butchers should be trade. It is true that this butcher basically admitted that he had selling not kosher meat, right? And he's trying not to sell it to the Jew. But that being said, even though it's Tiberian, there is still kosher, non-kosher meat to be found. So Rav, Nachas Vataman, Rav went down to Babel. He saw that they were being very lenient about this question, and he was strict on them. A certain person came. by he wanted to wash his feet in the riverbank. He ends up and he continued on with his day. He came back when he remembered, so he wants to take back this piece of meat. I'm really rabbi. I've said forbidden for you. The because I say, the river washed away one, and it brought another piece of meat right into that same place, right? What does this sound familiar to? This is the Gemara Sachem, right? About if you left a piece of meat and the weasel came out with that piece of piece of chametz, you're not allowed to assume that's necessarily the same piece of chametz. The other piece of chametz might still be in the house. The person was walking in the marketplace. He was carrying meat on his shoulders. So this uh, vulture comes, takes it up from him, flies up into the sky, and then throws it back down. Miss Pina, so he sees everything happening, he wants to go grab his kosher meat. I'm like, Rabbi, I says, forbidden to you. Then, no, I'm like, as I say, the vulture had a piece of non kosher meat it was flying with. And it came down, and grabbed your piece of meat, and then when it flew back up, it dropped the non kosher meat and ate your kosher meat. Right now, obviously, we're not talking about cases where your meat is vacuum packed and it falls back down, still in the same vacuum pack with a plumba on it, right, with a little uh, metal seal on it. First, Ginoi shut up a zikin, right? Um, the Ginoi washes away a zikin, right? Some sort of a, a wine, wine uh, flagons or something like that. Also, of the Kumei reveals like Barabalaser, and he says, Yachamun Shafye Kitran. If they see and they know the type of knots that were tying this, uh, these wine skins, then they're allowed to drink the wine. They found this uh, a uh, flask of wine in this in the shul of Bulli. 
Also, the Kume of Yermia, they came with the question in front of Yermia. Amas, who says, Yeschachem, Sukaria, Avedetan. If they know the color of the wine, it is then permitted. Yedidsli, they found that a roasted Gedi, Mishtakach Be Estrate De Gosta, and they found a, a roasted goat in the marketplace. Yediru, Mishum Shnegar, they permitted it to be in for two different Mishum. And see, first of all, there's a fine in Mishum Remach, because most people passing by are Jewish. In other words, first they have to figure out is it permitted in a monetary sense? Does it still belong to its original owner? And the second reason they permit it is because you're allowed to assume that um, that it is kosher. Shumatsiya, because of finding the tonic, as we learned, if someone saves something that was about to get eaten by a lion, or from the troops of an army, from getting washed away by the sea, getting washed away by the river, or from a great square, or from a large uh, marketplace. The owners have given up hope of ever finding it again. Why do we talk about the fact that most people passing by are Jewish? To explain to you why you don't have to be concerned that perhaps this meat was shafted by a non Jew. You're allowed to assume that this meat is kosher because most people passing by are Jewish and eat kosher. And later on, they found out that this meat had come from the house of the Rebbe. Eagle they found a uh, cheese, uh, you know, round cheese, right? No, Swiss cheese in the Pandaka of Levi. They permit it for two different reasons. First of all, it's a, as far as monetarily, you're allowed to eat it. And because most people passing by are Jewish. The tonic is we learned. If you save it from the hand of the troops or from the hand of the lion, from being washed away by the sea, washed away by the river. Same exact idea, right? The owners have given up hope of finding. Why do we say about the fact that the say that most of the people passing by are Jewish and make it permitted? Because otherwise you have a problem of non-Jewish cheats. And they found that over there also that was indeed from the house of those Rabbis. Ramana Kumi Ramana says in front of Rabbis. I've seen the Rabbanan make announcements that this is a, an item that was found. Why do they make an announcement? If anyways, you, you, you don't have to be allowed to keep it. I mean, as you said to him, somebody like you, you're very holy. And if you found the lost item, even if you're allowed to keep it, you would announce it. He wouldn't say this. Rather, he would say, Right? He would say that it should have been found in a way that he could keep it. Even so, even so, the Lomaisa, the Vienna would find an object, still wouldn't actually keep it, right? So it's an interesting Gemara. The Gemara about Matsi and Ela Matsi that goes through finding lost objects does not give us the same idea that one should be stringent. If they find a lost object that there's no, they presume the owner of the spirit of, you don't have to, you're allowed to keep it. If you find an animal between your shalim and Mikdal Eder, and Mikdal Eder is just a measurement on one specific place. There was a landmark, but it means the same measurement to all other directions as well. A male animal is an oil offering. A female animal is a piece of offering. Anything that is able to be brought as a karma pesach should be brought as a karma pesach. If it's before the regal, 30 days, they would grab onto it, maybe until the, the person who found it, they would say he has to bring it as a carbon and he also has to bring it as Nisach with it, right? The libation as well. Then, then people said, you know what? Well, I don't want to have to go bring the Nisach. I'll make him do it and see it, and I won't bring it in at all. 
So they would stop taking it. A barchan and would run away. If somebody finds it, they should bring it in, assuming that it's supposed to be brought as a carbon, and we will not put them on the hook for bringing the libations. The libations will be given from the public, uh, you know, communal chest. There's seven things that Bezdin made in Nakhchivat. sends an oil offering from a faraway land. brings along with it the at the libations. Craven Right. We, we take from him the money for the Nesach. But if not, then we bring the Nesach offering, the libations that come along with the oil and the wine, we bring it from the Tzipur, from the king. also for a convert who has died, and he has leftover offerings that are meant to be brought. If he had the money for the Nesachim, right? Typically it would have been Nesachim. Okay. Craven Mishalai, then you bring it from that money. But if not, craving me shall see whether you take it from the communal chest. But tonight, best in he, and this is who, and this is indeed a tonight best. Al Kain Gadol, for a Kain Gadol Shemes, a Kain Gadol, a high priest who has died, Shetahim and Chase, craving me shall see his bin offering should be brought from the communal chest. From his descendants. Which Lema is a craven, it was brought whole, Allah Melech, Allah Eitzim. We also said that a carbon should be brought with Melech and Eitzim, a salt and wood. Shiokahanim, the Eitzim, the Hanikahanim, to benefit God. And for the red, uh, you know, they in bafara, so that there's no meila on its ashes, right? So to ensure that there's no meila on its ashes, they would what's name? They would have a. Um, they made it a tonight best. They made a stipulation for best. and for kinen that became possible in valid. You buy us that the uh, the the second one would come from the public offering, public uh, fund. If somebody is supplying the kinen offerings. I have a sapphic upside as he also supplies the replacement for the ones that are not fit to be brought. Rabba, 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 the great one says, Rabba the man Shandu, we're talking about this case that should be brought as an Elo offering about the value. You're going to tell someone to go to the Elo with Kachim? Why would you do this? Most of the males are presumably brought as an Elo offering, and Raven Kavis. The fish salmon. Most of them are female, typically brought as a piece of offering. But uh, is that true? You don't bring peace offerings from males and females? Kate said, Oisa, how does he do this? When he in the chulin, he takes it out the chulin, and then he goes and brings it back out as an oil offering. Like you said over there, it's a tonight best, and a stipulation of best, and that something gets lost, it can be brought to as an ilor. So too, you could say over here. Tonight best in who, Allah, if this, it is tonight best in Allah, if this, she ekrvo eilis, that can be brought as an ilor. Amrabi Yesi, the Rabbi Yaakov, Baraka, ain ze mezid. This is not a mezid, right? Amr Aleis, he says to him, the human truth tonight best in ain ze mezid. Why isn't it a problem of doing something mezid intentionally? Doing something that's connected, opposite what the individual really wanted. Because since Bezdin has the power to say that your offering is going to follow our stipulations, it's not considered to be mazed intentionally uh, messing up. I'm Rabbi Asa. Ada Taman, when I was in Babel, Shamat Kalavu, the Shalash I heard of you to ask a question. If a shikwave a let's say someone separates his shekel and then he dies, Amalish says to him, if Lunadava should go to the Dava. What about his leftover, the tenth of an Afa? She's thrown into the Dead Sea. Rebbe Lazar, I mean, you have to be brought as a uh, donation offer. 
Sirius Eipa Shal Kain Gadol, the tenth Eipa, the tenth of Eipa that the Kain Gadol brings. Rabbi Yechon Amar, Chutza, Eitzah, split it into two. Ba'ach Gach Mekatcha, then afterwards make it holy. Shem Ben Lakish Amar, Mekatcha Ba'ach Gach Chutza Eitzah. Says that first you should make it holy, and then afterwards you should split it into two. Masnisa Pligar Rabbi Yechon. Our mission is to use Rabbi Yechon. Makriv Matza, bring half of it as an offering, Umechza Avad, and then half of it is lost. Pasar La, so he answered. Shachayin Afigu Ma'as Yalchul Yamamelch, even. The extra money for the for the yeah tenth of an ephah goes to the amal for that seat. This is a big yarshem melakish. Our mission is to the screen with their yarshem melakish. Nimtu shnei chatzayin kreven. Two halves of these two um the two gatherings offerings are brought. Shnei chatzayin avudim. The two halves are going to be lost. The taniyala and it was stated about the sin of raisa. Melchta rishen or melchta sheni. First half and the second half. Uber to rush and when it has lost its form, the yeshua base of shreifah goes out to the place where it's supposed to be burnt. Possible like Rabbi Shmuel, explain like Rabbi Shmuel. The Amar says, Yisaran Mikadesh. When you put it into the Yisaran, which is a volume, which is a specific measuring vessel, then it already becomes holy. When the Kayan comes to the first time for the purposes of bringing a carbon, maybe a serious Apesh he brings his own tenth of an Apesh. And he does it with his hand. Whether it is Kayan Gadol, whether it is Kayan Hedid. Sha'abdu, who serves Ad Shalai Hedidu, a serious Apesh before he has brought his Asir Se'epa, Abedasin Shera. Even though they're supposed to bring in the first date that they serve, they're supposed to bring in Asir Se'epa. Even so, if they did it with that, they do the service as a Kayan without bringing in it, it's still Kashra Bidyev. Mana Baymim, or Mana wanted to say, Baybayim Shinaskar of Tila on the very same day that the Kayan does his very first Abedda, Baybayim Nismanali is Kayangadal. Let's say on that day he also becomes appointed to become a Kayangadal. Maybe Shtaim has to bring two of these Asir Se'epas, Achas one for the fact that his own inauguration is Kayan. And one for the fact that he has to bring as a kain gadol, he has to bring every day. Tefine, b'shas haba tefine. At the time that's supposed to be baked, that's when he should bring it. Ein b'shachros tefine. Don't bake it in the morning. But tanin, but we learn. Emidu oisa chavitin, lasis chavitin. So you should do is you should say do chavitin, right? Chavitin is like the little fried, uh, like a pancake type of bread that's brought from the mincha. You should do that on the on your chavitin, right? On on the place you're supposed to be fried. I'm gonna clear Abba. Last is common, the rebucha. Make it very hot for the sake of making the rebucha, right, which is the thicker type of bread. Tefine, metagna. He would fry it, and then after it, you would bake it, right? And like a delicious malawak bar for me. First, you would bake it, and then afterwards, you would fry it. Wow. Tefine, ta'afana, no, it's like a, a, a uh, you know, a, 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 what's it called? Conjunction of two words. To teafena na to bake it when it is still raw. Rabbi Yehman teafena na bake it nicely. Rabbi Daisaimer teafena viva bake it twice. Right? Bake it once and then another time. Asian alon looked at kehavinon looked at this machlekes ends up coming out like the other machlekes. Manda mer teafena na the one who says bake it nicely. Manda mer if bakach matagnas like one who says first you should bake it then you should fry it. Manda mer teafena na manda mer matagnas bakach etas like the one who says you should fry it and then afterwards bake. Loy safe davar. Shemis, alafilo nitma, alafilo nitcha mimum, not just if he dies, but even if he was nitcha pushed away, right, because he's tame, or if he became pushed away because he, he has a, a blemish he can no longer serve. The bar Dalia, who is from Dalia, alafilo nitcha mimum, even if he just pushed off from him, minayel the king gadol shemis, how do you know the king gadol dies? But lay mino achet achtav, and no one else has been set up to to replace him yet. Shadeim and chasei krev mishal yarshim. That his carbon mincha should be brought from his his uh, the arshik people inherited. Amalimar says in the pasuk, 
We brought from his sons. You should think that maybe it could be brought even in halves. It's like this. Let's say that Kayin got the leftover at one half of the Mincha offering we brought in the in the, the later Mincha offering, not the earlier one, right? But only a half of it was left over. So they take from his Yarshim for that day and they bring a whole Mincha, a whole volume of Mincha and they split it into half to be brought to them after. The words are still only brought from the public, you know, chash. Now it says, it's a permanent halach. The one who the bris is a cruise to lay, the one who the bris, the covenant was, karas was cut or, you know, sealed with him. But complete to be burnt, even though you'll end up splitting it up. who has died. He asked the question. Shimon seems to be saying his opinion here one way and over there a different way. Over there, he said, We shall yarshin, we brought from the yarshin, from the people in Herod. Over says, We shall see her from the public. says, Did he not ask correctly? Asa Reb is a good question. Asa Reb Yakabar, Acha Reb Yakabar says, on a Torah level, should be brought from the Tzibur. But I would have said, and they should go collect after from the Yarsh. Therefore, they said that should be brought from the Chumas Halishka, from the donations that were brought. Okay, we're going to stop over here. I think we have a three blot left or two blot left, maybe. Um, to, uh, let's see, we have two blot left, Sunday and Monday, right? Tuesday, I think we start Yuma, Mr. Shem. Um, Right? Am I right, Wayne? Am I right about that? It's like one and a little bit of one almond. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm actually talking about. Doing. A, yeah. I think I'm going to try to do, well, let's see, I don't remember how long the first spot in Yuma is. We're actually, I'm going to lay on Tuesday morning for Shavar Brachas on Tuesday night. My wife's first cousin uh, got married tonight to my first cousin. Um, so they got married in New York. Like, for a second, we thought about staying, but it didn't make sense to stay in New York that much longer. Anyways, so we're going to go down for that Shavad Brachos on Tuesday. I really don't want to miss the very first night of Yuma. So it could be what we'll try to do is we'll try to push forward um, on Sunday and, and be almost finished with Shkalem. And then we'll finish Shkalem and do most of the first plot of Yuma on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we will not learn together. But then on Wednesday, we'll do whatever's left over you know, the first plot of Yuma and the next plot as well.